Hello and welcome to Entreaty to the Void, Ram Jack's merciless refusal. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Alex and joining us today is our good friend Brad. Hello citizens, hello. We made it. 600 guys. 600, 600 episodes of Ram Jack. That's 600 quality, quality episodes. I mean, agreed. Mm. Who knew when we started this so many years ago that we would still be getting together more than a decade later Oof. up at 600 of these? Manzies. Manzies. And haven't had a murder-suicide yet. Well, I mean, times were different then. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on till the end of the episode, guys. Big surprises ahead. <laughs> big surprises ahead. I mean, there's some big surprises for us. <sighs> As a country, as a people, but mm-hmm. we'll see. And also for the listeners, because we're going to be talking about the fourth installment in the Apocalypse series. Yeah, we'll also be talking about the third one a bit, because I dipped uh-huh. in, and whoo, boy, it's a goodie. And on future episodes, maybe the second and first, who knows? Yeah, who knows? yeah, we may we may cover this series, because <laughs> it's kind of magical. Uh, <laughs> but first, Alex, how are you? What's going on? How's your life? Kind of hectic. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff's going on with the uh, the, the winding down down of school and the activities of children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff coming out of, uh, the, the, just coming out of the wings to be like, hey, um, distractions and whatnot. Um, but other than that, it's it's gotten warmer and we're starting to go outside more. I planted some stuff in the backyard. So we've got a little garden going. Nice, nice. You know, just normal parent stuff, I guess. I My children, Vera, started to get into the Ramona series, the Ramona book series by Beverly Cleaver, which is great for her. And they kind of parallel where she, where she is at um, in her development as a person. Nice. Um, really, Joey is excited about the, the new launch of the new Zelda game on Nintendo Switch, which is coming this week, later this week, which will date this podcast because it has like a build mechanic, kind of like Minecraft-ish inside of the Zelda game. So, of course, he's sold because that's one of his favorite genres of games. I build things and then see what they do. Um, beyond that, I, because maybe even inspired by watching Apocalypse, I've started to read a few books and stories that may be post-apocalyptic-ish. Are they, about, of, are, they about, are they about our Lord and his haters? One of them was on a list. Um, there was someone who did a series basically critiquing the top 50 science fiction novels, um, which was a list the Esquire magazine did. And this was one of them on it. Um, and it's an old book from the 60s. And yeah, it has to do with essentially we have a World War III and everything gets nuked and an order of monks uh, fancies themselves to preserve knowledge, but not just religious knowledge. In fact, not much religious knowledge, but just human knowledge of the time, just random stuff. And it's like three different stories that goes from there. Um, And it had an ending I didn't really expect. And I can understand why it was on the list. A little dated, though. Um, I I would. Is it more interesting than the Apocalypse movie we'll talk about in a moment? Maybe. Does it have Mr. T? It does not. Ah. So there you go. Does it have Howie Mandel? Um, it does not. What about Gary Busey? No, there is a po- there is a character called the Poet, which is kind of a roaming. It sounds like Gary Busey. Jester, like I'm like, well, yeah, I was like, that's the that's the wildest character this thing has, Aww. other than another monk that faints a lot. <laughs> also sounds uh, like Gary Busey. Yeah, yeah. There's there there are mutant humans that live. Also and sounds one, like Gary Busey. Sorry. One of them has two heads. <laughs> oh well. There's there's a few. Um. So that, I mean, there you go. I, that, that, it's just crazy. It was a fun book to read. Nice. Let nice. me see if I can find the title because I can't remember the. I know Leibowitz was in the title, which is 
It's called A, a Canticle for Leibowitz. Ah, oh, okay. I've heard Classic. of Classic. It's a good. I, it was really, an, it was very interesting. Nice. Get you mad though. And much like we'll talk about in an apocalypse, I don't know. The, the, the Jizo nonsense that these people take as like a reality, which is really hard and probably the most amusing thing about the apocalypse movie, which again, we'll get into. It does it here kind of too, but in a much better way <laughs> because it's like a, it's a famous science fiction novel for a purpose. It won a Hegel Award back in the day. Um, there's another book I'm reading, which is similar by Margaret Atwood called Aurochs and Crack, which is so far absolutely bonkers and is just unsettling, but still interesting to read. I'm sure we've watched movies. And I just can't remember what all has happened the last two weeks since we recorded. But how about you, friend? What's been going on with you? How have um, you been? You know, you know, staying busy, staying busy. Um, I, I mean, I did see the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Saw that. Nice, nice. Saw that. That was very good. Um, I don't know. Did, did we mention the last one? Had I seen Evil Dead at that point? I think I think we mentioned may have mentioned I, that. We may have because I remember after that going and looking things up about it. Yeah, it, it was a goodie. I liked it. Um. But yeah, yeah, good times, good times. Um, I will say, guys, I've got an important update, of course, um, since we last recorded. I have been to the dentist for my, my dental cleaning. Awesome. Um, you know, always a very important um, event. Um, back to my dentist, the one that's close to my apartment. The one that co- usually costs a little more. This was my my regular cleaning, though, so this was covered by my insurance. And zero, zero dollars. Zero dollars. Nice. And what did they say to me? What did they say? They said, just amazing. Incredible. Your teeth are like a dream. <laughs> Amazing, incredible, your teeth are like a dream. Yes. That is, yeah, the best thing you could have happen when you go to the dentist. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like that's how I st- that's how I started my my week last week. That was the first thing Monday morning. Like that's how, that's what Monday should start like. Talk about how my teeth are a dream. Thank you. Do you know how rare that is for someone to hear at a dentist office? Uh, I I don't I don't because it's never been my experience to not hear um, wonderful accolades towards the cleanliness of my teeth. I mean, it's not common. It's not documented in a lot of things. A lot of people dread the dentist. But yeah. Brad, you walk in, oh. big smile on your face, you know what's happening. Love it. I love it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's so good. It's so good. So it's very nice. It's very nice. I enjoyed it. So I just want to give everybody the update. Like, fuck that other dentist office and their mysterious lost dentist. Like, yeah, don't know what happened weird. to that guy, but fuck them. Because <laughs> my teeth are like a dream. And that's a dream you fools will not be having. So, hmm. <sighs> <laughs> that is crazy. That he's still missing at large. I mean, that was still, that was a while ago. Yeah. I mean, like, oof, hope I hope his family is able to move on. <laughs> I'm sure he's missed. Or not. You know, maybe it's a good thing. Don't know. Uh, but, guys, this is episode 600. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive deep into an amazing film franchise that is free and available on YouTube in full uh, solid quality if you go to uh, the Christian Movies uh, YouTube channel <laughs> um, you can download the Apocalypse films and enjoy them at your leisure um, we're going to be discussing mostly Apocalypse for Judgment 2001 mm-hmm. what a time to be alive I believe this also has a different name as well let me you know, pull up the IMDB here and you can see what's going on with these movies i will say that we were confused at first 
because when Brad brought this up, um, there was some question on whether it was part of the Left Behind series. Yeah. And it seems like the people who wrote and produced this movie also made or helped make the Left Behind series. So this was basically their second go at it. <laughs> so I think like this is like, it says from the makers, and I don't know what that means, the makers. Could be anything. Like it could be a director, that could be one guy, but I like, this is pretty much a, just a knockoff. Okay, so the director of, oh, that's that's the third movie. Is it the same guy? So these um, people may have been producers on the original, because I'm looking at Left yeah. Behind now, and so, none of those names are in the writers, so the dire- Yeah, directors. the director, Andre Van Heerden, is, was apparently a producer on the Left Behind, which, oh, hold on, the Left Behind movie, first Left Behind movie is 2000. Damn. So that would be after the Apocalypse movie starts. So Apocalypse came first? No, wait, this says release date was in 2000. Apocalypse was released in 2001, right? And Left Behind... Well, well, I'm talking about the, uh, the, fir- the first Apocalypse, though. Oh, maybe. I'm talking about this entire franchise. The, f- the book Left Behind was published in 1995. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it did. Maybe it might predate all of it, which is why they got excited. And they were like, you know what? Let's just join forces. Apocalypse Caught in the Eye of the Storm, 1998 is the first film. Okay, that's directed by a different guy, so I think maybe... (sighs) Nothing but mysteries here. (laughs) So, Paul, one of the guys who helped produce and write the Apocalypse films, did, was one of the three writers credited on the Left Behind movie, the first one. And him and his brother apparently both helped produce. And all that to say, these people love the apocalypse. They're Jesus who love the concept of what's going to happen when Jesus comes back. All right. All right. Here we go. Sorry. Apocalypse, the first one, also known as Apocalypse Caught in the Eye of the Storm, 1998. So Apocalypse 2, Revelation, obviously. That's the one with Jeff Fahey. Um, Apocalypse 3, Tribulation, classic. Uh, <laughs> that's from 2000. And uh, we're here at Apocalypse 4, Judgment, which is the final, final film in the series. So 98 was the first one. Interesting. So, oh, there's a different Franco Macaluso in the first movie? Yeah. Wow. Had to, had to replace him. Wow. Helen Hanna, same actress all the way through. Nice. So Good for her that she had work. I mean, even though she's, you know, maybe crazy Jizo. Indeed. Indeed. So, all right. Interesting. Interesting. God. Apparently they tried to reboot the Left Behind series. Oh, I think they, I think they did, didn't they? Isn't it already? Yeah, 2014 was the Left Behind, and then Left Behind: Rise of the Antichrist. I guess is the third reboot. Yeah, they've done it. It's got Kevin Sorbo in it, so that tells you a lot. Well, uh, that's the most obvious thing ever, friend. Um, Vanished, Left Behind, The Next Generation. I guess this is about the kids. I don't like them using the Next Generation. No. There was a game called Left Behind: The Eternal Forces. Was a video game? Yeah, it was. Ugh. Blech. None Thank of this you. has to do with Apocalypse other than that both of them are taking place around the mythological interpretation of the Book of Revelation. I've never watched any of the Left Behind movies, but I feel like these movies are much more fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've only watched half of these films. I mean, looking forward to watching those first two. I, 
we've already talked about that we we may uh, we may cover these on the podcast, but I would like to give like a little bit of context. And if anybody's jumping in and watching these, because I watched, I, I had to watch the third one because I because ha- it's Gary Busey. Uh, like, I mean, how am I not gonna watch that? I mean, of course. Like Howie Mandel. Like, why is Howie Mandel in a Christian movie? It's also a weird Howie Mandel because it's like transition from like um like eighties Howie Mandel to like current Howie Mandel. So he's still got the hair, but he's also got the goatee. <laughs> that is a bizarre. Yeah. So it's like face shifts. Yeah. We're I'm we're watching we're watching him like turn into like you know bald the game show host Howie Mandel. Pretty crazy. Um, is Howie Mandel like a a crazy Christian or is this some? Was this just a paycheck for him? I I I think it's a paycheck. Like I I well this is the other thing I was thinking about when when you make like one of these movies in like 2000 like you're not thinking about this is going to be streaming on the internet that's not a thing so it's like yeah no one's ever going to see this it's going to be yeah it's a weird christian movie i'll get money whatever you know it's got to be like the low time for howie mandel because like like what's what's he done since bobby's world (laughs) went off there like (laughs) like this is probably like the like this is this is the dip for howie mandel like this is this is like i i just need to do something you know to make a few bucks so I, you know, the star of the movie is Gary Busey. So come on. Well, why is Gary there? Because he's Gary Busey. Because <laughs> he's Gary Busey. He also looking for that check. Like, yeah, this is also pre like um the that Gary Busey Comedy Central show. Like, this is this is the low. Margot Kidder also like low point of everyone's career is doing this movie. <laughs> like, they, they, there's a reason they got him. But also, these people probably thought no one would ever see these movies because it's like, oh yeah, this will be out on VHS, you know? Because again, it's too. 2000. Like they're that means they're making it probably and it's a Christian movie, so they probably made it in like 98 or 99. True. Like I don't know too much about the Left Behind movies, but I don't think they have as as interesting uh, like D-list celebrities yeah. as the Apocalypse series has, which already, like you said, brings it up a few rungs. Yeah, and I feel like those are just like those are like for the hardcore Christians. Like, yeah, and it's, there's like a like I I don't think I've watched any of them, but like I think I've, I think maybe I've listened to podcasts that reviewed them or something. I remember. So this was back when I was super Christian. Uh, just to let everyone full disclosure, I was deep deep into Jizo in the late 2000s, mm-hmm. or not t- late 2000s because I was already out of it whoa, at that whoa. point. We started the podcast in the late 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I, I was fully an atheist at that point. Out. <laughs> <laughs> but like 2000, 2001, definitely in the 90s, going to church twice a week, um, marked as, you know, that kid's going to do something for the Lord by like everyone in the congregation. I don't think I had preached my first sermon yet, but I was definitely on my way to do that. And I haven't seen the Left Behind movies, nor that I read the book, because I, as a Christian, I thought, well, this is weird. <laughs> It's like, okay, I guess we want to, like, fantasize. There's no difference in this and other types of fiction, and these people are doing that. But, I don't know, something felt weird about modernizing the fictionalization of the rapture or the book of Revelations. Because even as a Jizo, I thought, I don't know if this is, like, legit. This is clearly, like, um, something that makes allusions to something that's not modern. I was one of those Christians. Like, I I could apologize so much, and at the same time, was kind of like, "Mm," when people, like, really got into the Left Behind series. Not to say there weren't many 
people in my church and others that fucking love this shit. It's, um, it's so weird because like if I mean uh, taking the idea that people actually believe you know in Christianity and like mm-hmm. believe this shit like to like be like to be to want this story like that's fucking weird. It's weird, man. Because like I that like I can watch a horror movie and enjoy and be like, oh wow, that was great. That was that was great. There was oh there was all those crazy uh, like, bloody murders and things. That was that was crazy entertainment. But it's like it's not something. I don't think that like Freddy Krueger is a thing that could happen. And I'm not gonna be like, <laughs> oh, I can't wait till Freddy Krueger kills a bunch of kids. Like that's not a thing that I entertain. Those kids have it coming. Those kids down the street have it coming. But Christians theoretically, and I say theoretically because I'm an optimist and I just can't actually. I I refuse to believe that people that believe that shit really believe that shit. I think deep down, like they realize it's nonsense. Um, like if you actually believe that, that's a creepy fucked up thing to like want to see portrayed. Oh, let's see what the end times are going to be like. Yeah. I mean, one hopes. I mean, I remember being a Jizo. I did believe like straight up, not about this stuff. Cause again, I just said, I was skeptical about some of the weirder parts. Like I still, I always believed in evolution. I was like, well, no evolution totally happened. <laughs> I mean, we got records to show that. I mean, the Bible uh, may, at the time I was an apolog- apologist. I was like, well, you know, maybe it couldn't explain back in the, the times of Jesus. They just didn't know all this stuff. They hadn't discovered it yet. And in my mind, I didn't, I didn't make the line of, well, people just made this shit up. It was more like, well, they weren't ready for it yet. So whoever wasn't divinely inspired was only given parts of like the bride broad strokes. Granted, it doesn't really align with anything. It's just, it's very made up. So I had to do a lot of that kind of acrobats. But I remember some people like I legitimately just everything believing it straight up. The flood, dinosaurs walked with humans, which is also weird because none of those timelines add up at all. Mm-hmm. And you have to do a lot, a lot of apologizing and th- like just mind bending to even make it kind of line up. It gets weird, man. I, yeah. I don't think most Christians fully because everything everyone who's religious interprets thing as their own even if they are quote christians there's parts that they they take and don't like and a lot of it's more of a social club and a lot of it's more people just getting together and like saying they believe it because you know it makes me feel like i'm part of a group uh which is dangerous and weird but that's besides the point um at least for now so i when it comes to the rapture though that's a little different than I would say other parts where they're like, hey, do you believe that Jesus was a son of God or like some sort of deity or that God is real? And where do you land on the Holy Spirit, which I've never have a Christian give me a straight answer that wasn't like looking at me like, uh, I think. (laughs) Because that's just not a settled thing in any form of Christian religion. But that again, but you get very different mixed reactions with Revelation, but some of them believed it. And I remember people saying, I look just like the books. It's going to happen in our time. And I'm just reading to get ready. I am reading because just to see what I got to put myself in the mindset because what happens to which some of us would say, well, you're a Christian. You would go to heaven. But what if I don't? And we never questioned these people of like, do you have something you (laughs) tell us that would mean that you wouldn't go? But I don't know, man. Ah, So weird. So weird. All that to say, I am so far removed from that mindset now that even talking about it makes me uncomfortable. And also 
is so foreign. Watching this, I'm so removed. It's like hearing it for almost for the first time and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that's, where do you where do you want to start or how do you want to take um, this? I, well, I, I just want to do a little, a little crash course in okay. Apocalypse 3. Alex, before we, you know, get in, because you've only seen Apocalypse 4, do you have any questions that maybe I could, that maybe I could answer from, um, that might've taken place or I might've learned via watching Apocalypse 3? So the movie starts with this. The main person that's on trial in 4, it showed that she apparently was on a table to be euthanized. Did that happen in 3 or did it happen in an earlier one? So that happens in 3. So I was okay. I, I was like, wow, they're really just, uh, they're really uh, like sticking with it. Hel- Helen Hannah, who's apparently in all the movies. So why was she trying to be, why were they, were they euthanizing her in secret? Because her trial's pretty public in yeah. the fourth one. So, okay. all right. So this kind of gets into how this deal works because they also don't really i feel like it seems like there's a bit of a time jump between three and four because Mm. like well also okay let me just say this three is interesting because three starts off before the apocalypse and so that's going on and then uh, um then gary Busey uh is gets and falls into a coma and then he wakes up and the apocalypse has happened oh wow and uh so we get to see a little bit before and a little bit of the of the current situation which is which is very fun I, again, I think three three is probably the better movie. It's a fun it's a fun movie. Just as l- like a, a dumb Christian action romp. Um, <laughs> it's entertaining as fuck. Um, so we get to see you know Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel is Gary Busey's brother-in-law, and he clearly okay. has some sort of mental issues. Like there may be some sort of I, there's something going on. Like he's a, he's a little kooky. Um, everyone's like he should we should probably he sh- we should probably be in an institution. Like he's He's insane. He believes in conspiracy theories and aliens and stuff. Oh um, wow! Like he's he's just a, he's a kook. He's a kook, but he's a lovable kook. But he's also a lovable kook that has a not quite Ouija board. Um, and obviously it's a Christian movie, so they're not gonna have a Ouija board because I think they believe in Ouija boards. So instead of actually having a Ouija board, he has what's clearly a Ouija board, except it's a circle and the letters are like all around it, and you you still have like the little um the little pointer thing. But I guess because it's not laid out like a Ouija board, I guess it doesn't count or something um, for Christians, but it's okay to have in the movie and I, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, and uh, because he's trying to like, you know, figure out the secrets of uh, this uh, political guy that he's a big fan of, Franco Franco Mancaluso. Gonna be saying that a lot. Uh, uh, He thinks he's a great guy because he's trying to, you know, he's trying to unite the world. He seems like a real cool guy. And he's just a political guy. He's like the head of the EU. Like, no big deal. But he's got a lot of interesting ideas. Um, (laughs) Such as? What were they in the third movie? uh, Because I don't... Well, we don't, you know, at first we don't, we just know that he wants to unite everybody. He wants everybody to, you know, agree on things. How many though keeps talking about this scientific study where, um, and man, I really got to look this up and see what the fuck this is about, <laughs> where like uh, chimpanzees like on different uh, different par- different islands like learn something through telepathy or something. I don't know. Like one group learned how to wash like this kind of fruit 
and then somehow the other group knew how after that. Um, and he's, like a collective consciousness yeah, of the that's what he, yeah, chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like that's he says it so many times and so specifically that I'm like this is certainly some pseudoscience that's based on something. Yeah, like, this is something that somebody believes is real. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but he's like oh, and like that's what Franco Mancalusco wants. He wants us all to like you know become unified and agree on things and what. Whatever, and it's like, all right. And everyone's like, I don't know. It seems weird. Um, Gary Busey's a cop, by the way. Um, he, you know, he goes off to work and uh, there's a, there's a guy that's like, he's trying to, there's like a, a respected professor that kind of, that goes a little crazy and he's about to kill his wife. Gary Busey gets over there and the guy's like, what's going on? There's all kinds of weird things going on. Alex, what's happened is Franco Mancaluso and some, uh, I guess evil like devil guys, um, were using their powers of telepathy to control this guy. But because, <gasps> because... Howie Mandel was using that Ouija board that's not a Ouija board um, he somehow got tapped into it as well and he was getting controlled so he was basically doing the same thing and like about to kill like like his sister or something and then he jumped out a window but luckily Howie Mandel was only like on like the like the first story so it was it was okay he, he lived and he was fine he just went to the hospital the other guy jumped you know off a fourth floor and he died because he was being controlled by evil how did the Ouija board connect to the devil's powers oh well they just they just do that that's that's how they work okay like you know he was trying to how Mandel was trying to figure out you know uh, secrets talking to the aliens secrets, trying to figure out what, where know. the people went where they they abducted yeah uh, who knows who knows we'll talk about it we'll talk about the future it's a weird movie but yeah so um gary Busey is like trying to figure this out meanwhile they've like ah howie mandel figured out our plan but it's too soon so we've got to kill him um gary Busey's like wait i think maybe he's not crazy i think maybe people are trying to kill him and then they're like hmm that guy turns out that's his brother-in-law we gotta kill him too so there's a bit of a chase situation um Busey's in his car he's like I, we gotta get I gotta get the fuck out of here Howie Mandel sister you gotta get somewhere safe um but then oh the evil guys they they use their devil magics to make Gary Busey's car like get hit by a truck and so Gary Busey's in a coma. <laughs> Gary Busey wakes up with a hilarious beard and oh, apocalypse is happening. Um, he's in the hospital. Like people have got marks on them. Everybody's got a mark. There's a guy in the hospital that's like, hey, hey, don't let, don't let them put that on you. Don't let them put what on me? The mark. If they try to put the headset on you, don't do it. Excuse me. I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck's going on? Um, Alex, what happens is you put on a VR headset that looks just like an Oculus Rift. It's <laughs> crazy <laughs> like it looks exact and i love this is not at all in the fourth movie um you put on you put on the oculus rift and then you get transported into an all-white room kind of like when you do like the quest link um and then but instead of like a um like a menu popping up where you can launch steam games uh franco mecaluso pops up <laughs> and is like hey do you want superpowers huh in vr no in real life oh you get you can he'll give you superpowers and no one's questioning this? I mean, it's superpowers, dude. Like, what? what's the... Well, how is he giving you superpowers? Oh. Is he saying, like, hey, I'm going to inject well, you with something that's going to change your DNA? Let me tell you about, you about DNA. this scientific fact. 
there were some monkeys on an island, and one group uh, learned to wash, so uh, the, ever, then all the monkeys knew how to wash the fruit. So, and also, once Franco Mancaluso, um, like, helps you out, all of a sudden, like, your brain, like, you open up, like, 100% of your brain, because most people only use 10% of their brain, um, but now Harry Mandel's using 100% of his brain, just because he used a Ouija board. Hmm. Everybody uses 100% of their brain, guys. That's not a thing. Uh, yeah, that's the first big, like, well, wait a minute. That's not a, that's not a thing. Ever, if you if you didn't use 100% of your brain, that means you have brain damage. So get that checked <laughs> out. Um, you I, can't really function with that small no, percentage of your brain. You need all of it. Like, that's why you have a whole brain. Because otherwise, yeah. you would be having brain damage, and it would be bad for you. There would be all kinds of things you couldn't do. So, uh, you know, you do that, you get superpowers, cool. Uh, Gary Busey's wife has hooked up uh, with with some with some haters, Alex. Some haters. <laughs> so did the hater thing happen in the third movie first, or was it something that came from like the second and first? Oh, it's that's got to be that's got to be first and second. Like it's got to be because it's it's it, it's well established at this point. Um, and in fact, it's like that same group that we have in the fourth movie. Oh, um, okay. So, um, but and the leader is uh, Helen Hannah, and what they're doing, Alex, they're they're hacking the networks. <laughs> and basically pl- playing like real clips of actual like preachers which I'm like Ooh. like I'm like Ugh, gross so basically they just keep like hacking into like the TV station um, during like Franco Mancaluso like talks and playing like televangelists lame <laughs> and it's like oh this is boo fuck you haters the worst anarchists of this weird yeah. But I mean, look, everyone has superpowers. But yeah, well, it seems so... like they live in a paradise-ish thing because mm-hmm. he's united the world and there's peace. Yeah, there's and... United, yeah, united the world. Everyone, yeah, there's peace. Um, but you have to get, you have to get the, you have to get the mark. You have to get the mark. There's a little, little triangle thing and a little, or a little six, six, six. It can either go on your hand or on your head or both. So, okay. but also, it's a, fa- it's a personal choice. But also, if you don't have it, people like come after you. Like they chase you down like a mob, which doesn't happen in, in the fourth movie so much. If you look at mm. the fourth movie, everybody's chilled out about it. But like in this one, like they're like, "Hey, Gary Busey, where's your mark? I don't, Get I don't know what you're talking about." Get him! And then there's like, yeah, they're chasing him down. Get him to give him the mark. Like, let's make him one of us. Like, let's make a new friend. Or let's like, you freak. Yeah, you freak. Yeah, we got to get him. He's a hater. That's weird. He's a well, haters are terrorists, Alex. They want to just Alex. Do you know we can all have super superpowers? The thing that's holding us back is these haters that haven't accepted it. We gotta have everybody Mm. on board, Alex. If all the monkeys aren't connected, then they can't learn to wash the fruit in the uh in the water because everyone has to be connected and. that's when that's when you get all the powers. Right now, you just got some powers, but like you'll have all the powers when everybody's connected. Okay, this is very complicated and weird. Well, and this is not in the fourth movie at all. No, I mean so, part of it yeah, is, a but bit, not there's like one, the one guy that has some super shows some superpowers. But um, so uh, like halfway through the movie, all of a sudden, uh, Gary Busey goes to a tree, and Howie Mandel falls out. And Howie hmm. Mandel's back in the movie. Alex, I swear to you, it's it's just that fucking random. That's Gary weird. Busey's at a tree. How Howie Mandel falls out of the tree and he's back in the movie. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, when they, when they when you do the VR headset and you agree to like, you know, have superpowers and like sell your soul to Franco Mancaluso, um also, you apparently forget all the people that like disappeared um in the rapture. You just forget that they ever existed. Well, that's dumb. And seemingly, I guess somebody's like going around and editing photos because all of a sudden like Gary Busey's <laughs> sis- 
sister is no longer in photo. Huh. It's real weird. It's like all of a sudden, like Mark Margot Kidder is like she she's raptured. We no we don't get to see photos of her again. Donzo. And it's not because they didn't get the rights to have her continue through the rest of the movies. No. It's because because the, the devil. Cause, yeah. Because Gary Busey's brother's like we don't have a sister. What are you talking about? And Gary Busey's like look at this photo of all. Wait, where where's Margot Kidder? <laughs> and then there's a photo of just like the two kids, and I'm like whoa, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody photoshopped Margot Kidder out of a family photo. And it's not like Back to the Future where she just like slowly disappeared because of the rapture. Because the yeah. Bible doesn't say anything about that. They Do don't say those people disappear. out of photos? Well, her name was still carved into a tree. So Ooh. they didn't rapture her name off of a tree. Mm, there you go. The trees know. They have the memory. Yes. Did they actually do that? Where there's like, here's our name scarved in the tree? And- yeah, well, because, so yeah, so after Busey, like, sees the Photoshop photo, he, he's, he has to run away because his brother is trying to force mm. a VR headset on him. Yeah. Um, so he runs off to the tree and finds that his sister's name's still there. And that's when Howie Mandel falls out of the tree. <laughs> Because he's been hiding in there, or the aliens dropped him off there, or Great like, question. what's going on? Great question. No we clue. We never know. No clue. So yeah, so at the end, they're like, uh, like, like they basically hack, they hack the feed again, and they show, because Heather Hannah, um, when she was, when Franco Mancaluso caught her, uh, she was wearing a video camera um, contact lenses. Ooh, high tech for yeah. well, the, the, the time. The, Franco Mancaluso's people had been using those to like, you know, to keep an eye out for haters, but they stole a pair. And so she was using them and now they can broadcast that to the public so they can see Franco Mancaluso is the devil <gasps> and he's going to kill her. And he, she's, he's, he's got her in a guillotine. So that's, uh, that's what that's awesome. all about. Um, so that was broadcast to the world and it seemed like, oh wow, they broadcast the world. Now everybody knows that Franco Mancaluso is evil but and that's the end of the movie so i don't know what the fuck happened i guess i guess everybody forgot maybe they put on the vr headset again and forgot about watching that video and i guess they also forgot about where gary Busey is because he's he's gone him and his, I mean, him and his fam and howie mandel they don't make it to the fourth movie and all the other like that same group of haters that's the same group so i don't know like where was mr <laughs> t in in the in the third movie and where's Busey and howie mandel on assignment out there doing stuff if there had been a fifth movie movie they would have all well at uh, least hopefully come together let's bring them all back let's make another one let's make apocalypse five <laughs> with everybody that's weird yeah i mean it wouldn't put it past it i would say that this movie is tame in comparison yeah because they don't have those roving roaming bands of you don't have a mark get them though there is some weird like shocking deaths like when some people died in this fourth movie i I was questioning it. Like, did I just see them gun down that person? Did that person just die? Yeah. I guess they did. Like, I had to go back and read to make sure I didn't miss them. Well, they just got, like, clipped and, like, they'll come back. I, like, Some people got straight up murdered this in this is, movie. I will say, like, this is more of a real movie than I've ever seen a Christian movie be a movie. True. Like, to its credit, that is one thing that you can say about it. It is closer to being a movie. So I feel like this is this is a movie like just with a Christian vibe than actually being a, a full out Christian. I mean, it's obviously it's full Christian shit, but like, yeah, it's not like that heavy handed like Kirk Cameron shit or like a you know like a Kevin Sorbo thing where they're just they're just preaching at you. I mean, they do some weird stuff, 
but you're right. It's not. There was that one Kirk Cameron movie that a lot of Christians were upset with because it was that. It was, oh, we trapped, Kirk Cameron's trapped me in movie theater and there's no plot here. It's just him inside of a car talking with someone for two hours about Jesus. And I can get that experience sitting in a pew when my preacher's yelling at me or something. Like, I don't need that. I didn't pay money for this bullshit. Yeah. Where this actually has like a story and stuff happens. Yeah. Though I do regret it doesn't have as much action as the movie you watched, yeah. the third one. So I feel like there's a better movie are adjoining of these I think the Christians gotta get their act together and just make better movies straight yeah, up. I, I agree and I, I gotta say like this is if I gotta watch a Christian movie these are good I, I like these these were fun. Well I mean where would you put the um, the Noah story that was not too far too long ago oh, it had um, Hermione in it the, and like those Darren weird air, angels um, Noah yeah. oof that was those, no cause that was bad cause that was a lot that was also very boring for a lot of it I, true I would say Apocalypse 4 is a better movie than that yeah Apocalypse 3 3 is definitely a better movie than that. Um, the points for trying. Yeah, Apocalypse I mean, it was 3 weird. was fun as hell. Like, I love Apocalypse 3. <laughs> Gary Busey with fake beard. I mean, God. <laughs> so good. I do love the idea of Howie Mandel falling out of a tree and just being in a scene. It's wild. It's very wild. <laughs> like, I would like to see another buddy cop of Howie Mandel and Gary Busey together, because it's, it's a fun time. So I do have another question for the third movie. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, and I almost completely missed these in the in the fourth movie but there are instances where god does intercede and performs a few miracles Mm. did you notice that in the third movie um because i did not notice them when they happened in the fourth movie i felt they were just like howie mandel falling out of a tree just like all right this was just bad writing and and weird editing Uh, but now i'm wondering was howie falling out of a tree a miracle of god in the third movie if it had no other explanation i don't i yeah i don't i don't really i don't know yeah i don't know anything about that no didn't see any miracles but i mean granted i'm not i'm not primed for miracle watching where did you find these miracles where's this where's this info the concept of a miracle to me in in any movie is non-existent unless magic is which i guess jesus is magic um let's see at the very at the end and i I don't want to jump to the end of what happens but let's just say someone is rescued and apparently there's someone who's going to like see them rescuing her but then it is kind of um that a guard is turned away and distracted and a door magically opens up when it was normal when it was locked yeah that that was supposed to be god okay i i thought that was probably the case but like i was also like i can't really i don't know what's going on with this like prison door (laughs) situation i was like did they did the guy is he like in on it i can't tell it's weird what's going on but in the in the third miracle those things happened so apparently that was the only one i could clock i was like okay that was weird and when they said the miracle i was like okay i guess but you would get no indication there was no sound effect there was no angel of the Lord. There was nothing to give you indication that was a miracle. And the other two, I had no idea. I was like, this is weird that you're calling this a miracle. Yeah. All right. So um, we start off Apocalypse 4, Judgment. Mm-hmm. And what are we starting with? We're starting with Franco Mancaluso. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts with Helen Hannah on a euthanization table, right? Mm-hmm. And someone leans over and whispers, hey, it's not over for you yet. I know we've staged this elaborate death scene for you with this table, but your, your troubles have only begun. And then she like wakes up in a, in a jail cell. Did the, did the Macaluso stuff happen before that? Because my mind of when when things happen is also 
maybe not what it was as far as like did we come in on him first and then it goes over to her yeah s- seemingly surviving i apologize i didn't mean to, to yeah. jump ahead yeah it's all good uh yeah we but we start off yeah uh, with our boy franco mangaluso whom at least in the movies two through four is played by nick mancuso nick mancuso as franco mancaluso <laughs> nick mancuso as franco mancaluso which i will say like i don't know what happened between three and four but i was like wait is this the same guy um because uh he's lost his little ponytail that he had in three which is i Uh-oh. you know for better or for worse it's pretty funny in three, but uh, you know. <laughs> but I was at first I wasn't even sure it was the same guy, but uh, yeah, same guy. Still Nick Mancusco as Franco Mecaluso. Just you know, got a summer cut. It was getting hot. Yeah, and I, I so like the plan is apparently they've had Heather Hannah on ice for a while, just like in prison. Like everyone thought she was dead, um, but uh, because that was the whole thing. They broadcast you know the thing of him like revealing that he's the devil and that he's executing her because she refuses to, uh, you know, give up on Jizo. Um, and so she's a, like a martyr. That's the idea for the end of that third movie. Now everyone knows he's the devil and she's a martyr to the cause, but apparently she's not dead. And I, seemingly no one gives a fuck. <laughs> what a world. It's weird. Like, I don't understand because sometimes they, they will say, like, they, like, he is Lucifer. Like, it's real. Yeah, yeah, he's Lucifer. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, Lucifer's cool, though. So They call him Lucifer a few times in this movie. Yeah, like, I don't know. Something's happened between three and four. Like, everyone found out he's Lucifer, and he's like, yeah, I'm Lucifer. It's cool. Yeah, God was jealous. Um, because, like, uh, he's a he's a bitch. And I'm like, you know what? Mankaluso, I'm with you. <laughs> You're giving me magic powers. You're teaching those, uh, those uh, orangutans or those primates to, like, all do something together. Like, you're giving me results. Yeah. Like, everything's better about the world, except, like, Christians can't buy shit. Oh, well. <laughs> like, mm, seems fine to me. But the idea is, hey, we need we need a we need a little bit of a stunt. We got to get people excited about this whole thing we're doing. We got to get rid yeah. of these haters. And how are we gonna do that? We're gonna put Helen Hannah on trial. Yeah, put one of the biggest haters on trial. Make an example out of her. Like she used to break into our broadcast and play televangelist. We got to teach her a lesson. And I mean, yeah, probably. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that would suck. You're like that would suck. Trying to watch the news and all of a sudden you're watching like the fucking Seven Hundred Club. Like, gosh, gross. gross. Get out of here. Stop breaking into my broadcasts. I wish it was the Seven Hundred Club. When they, I, I, I hope that we watch the first one and it really is just scenes from the Seven Hundred Club. I mean, that would be I, I, torture in and of itself. I don't remember who. Like, I, I don't, I don't. Re- I knew I recognized like the televangelist scenes that they were showing. I just can't remember. I, I Pat, I don't think Pat Robertson was one of them, but. But, like, they were all, like, real, like, televangelists. That's crazy. Yeah. Were there any of those singing televangelists? Um, maybe. I don't think so, though. That would be hilarious. Like, just put on the Gaither vocal, Gaither vocal hour. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, come on, everybody. Now I've got big hair, I got big teeth, and we're all gonna sing some joyous songs. All right, everybody. I'm so excited. This is this is this is one of my favorites, and we're God all gonna it. sing this one together. Oh, oh, oh! But here comes Mark Lowry, everyone's favorite Christian comedian. Mark, what are you doing on the stage? It's not. I'm gonna do my comedy routine. Oh no! Now that's you know it's not time for you to come out. I'm gonna do my comedy routine. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, Mark. Oh, boy. Damn haters interrupted the television again. Ah, I can't watch Fuck. this. It's not funny. No, I'm real funny. I'm the funny one. I'm so funny. Oh, that's right. Mark's funny because he's clear, clearly a closeted homosexual, but he'd never be able to admit that without losing in his entire career and livelihood. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm Bill Gaither, and I'm here to tell you I'm going to be part of this wonderful, wonderful evening. And I'm Mark Lowry, and I'm here to tell you I'm confusing this wonderful evening. <laughs> That's my job. And I'm sure that he will do that. Mark, <laughs> have you noticed this wonderful historic building is over a hundred years old. In fact, it's 103 years old. It was built by lay people. They just came in and donated their time and energy and, and just amateurs. They built it. Well, uh, it looks good. Mm -hmm. Amateurs did a good job. Just they, remember, amateurs built the ark. <laughs> it was professionals that built the Titanic. <laughs> Guys, I watched a lot be of the Gaither uh, family uh, bullshit as a kid. It's very bad. It's very bad. Because your family would tape Saturday morning cartoons and then just run them, and you wouldn't know about it, and then suddenly they would inject these things into your, much like these haters are doing to the world. I mean, no, my, they just had it on and watched it with you. Hey, I understand. My grandmother absolutely taped um, Gaither um, like gospel specials, and then but that is then awesome. she, until she could buy them on VHS, which she did have most of them um you know once she could purchase the actual official copy i i appreciate and applaud your grandmother's taping of things because that's how we have christmas specials archived oh absolutely so that is a cherished wonderful thing yeah yeah she was a wonderful person but fuck those gaither specials <laughs> so awful <laughs> hate that shit so she's put on trial for showing people the gaither things through television as a reporter yes. so already it's like yeah throw the book at her or whatever we have left in this new world government I know we haven't gotten to Mr. T's character yet, mm -hmm. but just watching this movie, I for some reason, I found myself singing songs from other Mr. T properties just on my own time, letting the dog out and just walking around saying, uh, like the songs from, um, what is it? Uh, something, what's the one about a new friend in the, in the special that we watched? Oh, gosh. Um, wait, the, um... Her mustard top and ketchup pants is a... Oh. Some bum 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 Make a new friend. Oh. Try. That was so good. Um, be somebody or be somebody's fool. Be somebody. Be somebody. So right. good. That, um, Mr. T. Bum, the animated... I just... Mr. T things kept popping in my head after watching this. Yeah. And he's only in it. He's not in it as much as I would like. Yeah. I want Mr. T in all of it. I I, but. I also I love Mr. T's character in this because I know and oh, we yeah. will get to him, but his really his whole thing is he just wants to shoot somebody. This he whole really fucking does. movie. It's so good. And they're like, no, no, Mr. T, you can't, don't kill anybody. We're Christians, remember? And he's like, I want to shoot somebody. 
<laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, so Franco Mangaluzzo, we, we want to put this person on trial for forcing people mm-hmm. to watch the Gaithers. Yes. And they're like, well, who should we get do it? Uh, what about Corbin Burnson? Like, he, he would be perfect for this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't, like, the devil's secretary, Thorn? Mm-hmm. That's her name, right? Yeah. She used to be married to the dude, right? Yeah. Or at least, like... A girlfriend, so she's like, I got a pushover. We can that'll do any. We'll get him in here. Yeah. He sold out his dad. Was that in the second or third movie? No, or was no, this no. Just, that, okay, just so this movie. is new yeah. information. So yeah, what yeah, what we find out about him is that like, um, because like he has he's like he's kind of washed up in the fact that like he was a great lawyer. Um, and like when all this shit was going down, basically he was the only one that was like, um, you know, trying that he was it was the first like big case, like the landmark case about these fucking haters and how they were terrorists <laughs> and he, he tried to defend his father who was a hater um didn't want to get the mark and like he he just you know he wanted he's just trying to defend his father but like he's like just get the stupid mark like who cares it's not a big deal like you gotta do it or they're gonna fucking execute you and his father was just like a, a dummy christian that was like no won't do it i don't want the devil's mark like fuck off with that shit i don't want superpowers i don't want world peace I'm a Christian. Um, so yeah, well, you put it like that. <laughs> obviously, like uh, Corbin Burnson lost the case, and so you know he's got a little of a black mark on him in the public eye. But he's right. still a great lawyer. We also had to watch his father get executed. That too. That too. Um, so Thorne's like, "Hey, you're gonna defend Hannah." And he's like, "Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, really? Come no, on, come on. You, know, I know we. I, I already had to do this once. Why do I get somebody else? Because like now I'm just kind of a, a, a bitter, like cynical alcoholic, and like I just don't want to. Like I just want to. I just want to get by. Like I, I don't. I don't want the spotlight. Like I had the spotlight, and it turned out real bad for me. Like I." I, I'm I'm thought of less fondly than like Alex Jones's lawyers. Like <laughs> I'm I it's not great. It's not great. I can't deal with another one of these. Don't worry, it's cool. You know Franco Mancaluso appreciates your work. Just do it. Like it'll be cool for you. It'll be fun. It won't be a big deal. You won't have to work that hard. We'll we'll have the whole thing scripted out. Like it'll be cool. Yeah, you're it's cool. It's a show trial. It'll be fun. It's a show. <laughs> it'll be the perfect thing to get you back out there. <laughs> Here's the script. See if you have any revisions or if you want to change some lines. So uh, the devil wants yeah. you there. So the the judge like um, meets with them and he's like, "Hey, all right. So we're gonna do this. It's gonna be easy. We're gonna go by the script. Don't get kooky out there. Just <laughs> let's do a table reading. <laughs> Not Hannah though. She can't be here. We'll just uh, won't let her talk much. Ah. Uh, so uh, oh, finally we get to, we get to hang out with the haters, and it's all of our hater friends from the last movie, except for Howie Mandel, Gary Busey, Gary Busey's wife. And we've added a Mr. T. Should the rights ever come up and the Ramjack Net- Knights Network takes off, would we buy the rights to this just to have Howie digitally put into trees in the background oh, yeah. of every gonna, scene? Yeah, we're going to have Howie <laughs> falling into every scene. He'll be in this movie. Whoa. And we're going to have Busey cutting his own hair throughout the movie, like just in the background. Oh, wow. It'll be great. It'll be great, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we have that. So, another question I have. There's like, I think there are a couple... 
There's a guy and a girl, and the girl has like an Irish accent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or a Scottish accent. Yeah. What's their deal? Like, I was like, who are these kids? Yeah, they're are, not are, in the other movies. Um, okay, so they're also not yeah. in the other movies. But they're, and they're just kind of. They're not. They're not Christians. They're just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this like Mark bullshit because I think this is creepy and weird. I don't want to put on a VR headset. <laughs> um, I just don't want the Mark. So like, I'm like, that's. I I feel that's real weird. That's a little weird. Like like you. So, so you don't believe in like, like, like Christianity or the devil, but like you also, I, this guy is now proclaimed to be the devil. There's superpowers running around, but like you're still not like take. I, I don't get it. I don't get it because I feel like if yeah. I'm in this world, yeah, give me the mark. What? No big deal. Cool. Give it to me. Sure. It is weird. I mean, there's all kinds of people in the world, and I guess. I don't, it just seems strange given the conceit of this film and the stories. If everyone has disappeared and the devil is hiring people to Photoshop people out of other people's personal photos and there's a VR rig and, and magic powers, you think, why not, right? I feel like, yeah, I, I don't, like. <sighs> or at least be intel, like inquisitive enough. Ask questions. Like, they think like they're just like rebelling because they want or can? I, I don't mean, know. It seems strange. Yeah, well, it's I guess it's like the people that believe COVID's real, but also don't want like anything to be done about it. They don't want mask mandates or like oh yeah anything to. Ch- they they want every they want they they are like yeah COVID's real. It's killed a lot of people. It's very dangerous. But also, I don't want to inconvenience myself in any way. Freedom. I should yeah. Like like pure like kooky libertarians. Like yeah, I I should still be able to go on the Jimmy Fallon ride immediately and cough in someone's face. Yeah, freedom. So weird. It's all real. I just don't care so much. Yeah. And don't want to be inconvenienced. Yeah. Very yeah, so I don't get them at all. But yeah, so I didn't like them as characters. I'll go ahead and say. It. Yeah, because it's weird. I'm like, it was very strange. I like, I, I just like, you're in this world. How are you like not taken aside? Because it doesn't make sense. As an atheist, if if suddenly things like this started happening and there was proof and people got magic powers and and I was given magic powers, I'd be like, all right, this is the new reality. Yeah. I'm not even sure if you could attribute this to Christianity, other than the fact that they say it is kind of, and eventually. They're like, yeah, the Lucifer. Yeah, because I feel like everyone's just kind of accepting, like, okay, yeah, this is Lucifer. Um, but yeah, we're on Lucifer's side. Like, and there's all the evidence is there, so it's like, all right, well, if you want to say, like, okay, I wasn't a Christian, I'm not really a Christian now, but I think this devil guy is bad, and I'm not gonna get the mark, then that would be one thing. But to still mm-hmm. be like, I don't, I don't believe in any of this. Um, where did all those people disappear to? The ones that got photoshopped out of reality? What happened to he- them? I'm pretty sure like people forgetting the rapture happened is not part of the, the Bible. That's something they might have added. Well, that's that's the VR, Alex. The VR does that. The, that's the devil's work. If you don't get if you don't get the VR headset, then you then you don't forget everybody and you, nothing gets photoshopped. But do you truly forget them? Uh, if, I, like, I guess that's Gary the magic Beast's, of it. Yeah. His brother did not know he had a sister. Okay. It wasn't that the VR was so good that that like displaced them. Like, oh, who cares? Have you played Half Life, Alex? It's totally different. It's like a whole different thing. Yeah. 
I like I I don't understand how it works, but uh, I'm hoping maybe those first two movies will explain that. <laughs> Have you been to Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse? It's totally different. Fuck this. Fuck our sister. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, our group of haters here. Mr. T wants to take some action. He's like, yeah. we gotta do something. They're gonna put they're gonna put her on trial. They're gonna put Helen Hannah on trial. We need to do something. We need to act. And they're like, I don't know, Mr. T. <laughs> that sounds hard. It could expose us as an underground group. I mean. Like, pick our fights, pick our battles. Like, previously, our whole thing was just, like, hacking a satellite and making people watch the Gaither Homecoming, so... That's Which kind of we a, were all okay with. That's kind of a big step to go from, like, um, like pirate um, gospel programming to breaking somebody out of jail. So, um, so we go over, um, Corbin Burnson's gonna meet, um, with Helen Hannah for the first time. I love that, basically, she is in, like, a cell that's just in a room. <laughs> like, she's in, like, a gorilla pen inside just an office. I mean, obviously, low-budget movie, but it's just really oh, fucking yeah. funny. That Like, it's not a real prison, it's just, like, like, there's no bathroom here. This is, like, an office space with a, with a jail cell inside of it for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, and he kind of gives it to her. I mean, he he doesn't necessarily at this point tell her that it's all scripted. Yeah. But she she's scared, never questions her faith in God because you know this is a Christian movie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and he's basically I think that's yeah, it. he's basically like, listen, just take the deal. All you got to do, you take the mark, like say yeah, whatever, like just go along with it, and like you'll be fine. Otherwise, they're gonna execute you. We're not gonna win this. Can't win it. Like you know that. It's like can't do it. I'm a Christian. Don't you give a fuck? Like they're gonna kill you. It's like yes, I'm very scared, but I'm a Christian. Ugh. It's hard to be a Christian in these times. Ugh. I don't think this is the time, but I know at one point they talk about it and she's like, look, I am terrified. And yeah, my guy doesn't do anything. And yeah, a lot of the points that you make make a lot of logical sense. Like, uh, if this is what your God demands of you, your God's a dick. Which I do give them credit for mentioning that, right? Like, I want to say he kind of says something like that. Yeah. Which again, you're not getting that in a Kirk Cameron movie. Like, no, of course not. Yeah. That being said, though, there are like little tropes. Like like the High Mandel like um, conspiracy theorist thing, and there's certain characters in this, or certain things that they say, that I'm like, uh, yeah, the, the the doubting Thomases of this thing are like like oh, the Bible says there'd be people like this, and you have to still be a good Christian. I still don't fully okay. I, I don't want to skip too much of it, so let's let's I'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, first, so we're at our first day of court, um, and it's like yeah, obviously, like she's a hater, she's a terrorist. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's like, so, uh, Corbin Burnson, uh, do you want to, like, uh, refute any of this? Oh, pff, not really. Um, yeah, she's, uh, yeah. <laughs> we do not want to have a defense for this for the person. They didn't incriminate themselves with more Jesus talk. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's not much. He's He knows that he can't do anything. And, uh, yeah, at one point, like, some, some guy, like, basically runs out of the crowd and is, like, gonna, like, I don't know, kill her or something. And they, they stop him and like hey all right hey we're having a court trial here you can't just come up and try to murder people um but already corbin burnson's like he getting he's getting a little kooky like at times he's like all right well you know what i'm you know what i got nothing to defend here i'm um you know what i you say uh that you know her god can't do all of these things uh um you say where is her god i say yeah let's put god on trial you know what because that's the issue here right it's about god so let's put god on trial which I wish they kind of went with more than they do because, like, they say yeah. that, and that's clear. That's clearly played up in the trailer. Trailer that 
uh, this is, we're gonna put God on trial. Um, and like, the judge is like, what? What, what, what are you talking about? This, I, every, okay, my office right now, like, and they're like, hey, Corbin Burnson, what the fuck are you doing? This is not on the script. Did you not see the script? And I love the fact they go into his office, which for some reason is pitch black dark, like they don't turn <laughs> on the lights, and the chair's turned around, and he's like, ah, what were you thinking, Corbin Burnson? And all of a sudden, the chair swivels around, it's like, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Franco Mancaluso. <laughs> he, he he likes Corbin's like a uh, spunk. He's like, you know what? Way to go off script and do something that I would enjoy. Let's put God on trial. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. It's like, uh, but they don't really. Yeah, they, they like you really, said. They, they don't follow. They stick with Hannah, and they're like, like questioning her stuff. They're like, I think they try to call God to the stand at one point, and everyone laughs because clearly it's not going to work that way. Yeah. And they even say, well, you know, God says, don't you know, don't tempt the Lord your God, or don't call him. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, convenient. Look at this. Let me use my magic. <laughs> great so good so good at least at least moses had a staff that he could you know play with the other like pharaoh's magicians give these people something yeah. don't just let them be put on trial or like killed by a mob of people with like a 666 on their wrist or so weird so uh um hannah gives corbin bernson like some some internet log on to see some video from the haters because they're just like if he says you have no proof what am i what am i supposed to show them in these courtrooms she's like oh i've got proof this will convince you 100%. And we get like two seconds of like the videos that says this will give you irrefutable proof when he logs in. Yeah. Oh, because also that, uh, part of it also is that the haters are uh, being blamed for killing a bunch of kids. Um, oh, yeah. There was like a bus explosion. But in actuality, of course, that was... Uh, it was uh, the devil. It was the devil. The devil did In his that. group. Yeah, they did Just that. Just having fun. So I, I think that's probably in the first or second movie. I think that's probably when they became labeled terrorists. Which makes sense, because at first I thought, is this going to be more Jizo proof? <laughs> That's not really proof. But then when it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess they this is yeah, incriminating evidence that they did bad things, and not necessarily that, like... Yeah, if this was a more Christian movie, it would be like, did you notice how the banana fits in the hand? <laughs> <laughs> they pull out a jar of peanut butter. I have irrefutable proof. Okay. All right. Helen, this isn't still not proof. It's a banana. Uh, it fits in the hand. Order in the court. Everyone's just laughing hysterically. <laughs> All right, Anna. Hey, check this out. Um, do you know guys know how to wash that banana? <laughs> Mind powers. Whoa! Where's your God now, Moses? <laughs> <laughs> so also at this point, uh, Mr. T is going to uh, like a, a black, get a black market fake mark. Which is a thing. So funny. Like, okay, here's another thing. How is it okay with God to get like a fake 666? Because like, I mean, so you, so, so that way you can, you know, buy stuff and have transactions and, you know, not be like attacked by, you know, a mob. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you're taking the devil's mark. Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah. And other people are, are, are like, and I guess, I don't know. Is this a technicality where God be like, look, you took it for the right reasons. You got it not from them, but for yourself to like stick it to the man. Like I appreciate. I don't know. I appreciate that you got it from like a sketchy doctor, um, and not from a VR headset. But like I don't know, Mister T. And wouldn't so on the day to day? Sure. Like I don't know what system they use to like scan it to make sure 
years is legit. Apparently there isn't. But wouldn't the devil know if a fake one was around him? Yeah, because he knows because Corbin Burnson. Because, spoiler alert for the end of the movie, we find out Corbin Burnson's got a fake one. And he knows that. Of course, because he can't channel his magic through him. So he's like, all right, this is a fake o fakey Which may be another reason why they chose him, just to be like, yeah, I really want to get this guy to get a real one. Yeah. I don't know. Devil I don't to know. With them, so. That's what the devils do. They, they just, they uh, kill children on, on a school bus and then blame it on Jesus and then, you know, torture some dude. Yeah. So um, as soon as Mr. T gets his fake mark and leaves, um, immediately some like uh, um, devil cops come in and kill that guy. That was pretty great. That was the first killing I thought, wow, did they really just shoot that dude? Yeah. And no real hesitation. Like just cap cap. Mm-hmm. We know what you've been up to. Yeah. So now uh, Corbin Burnson's having a sad sack walk around and he, he goes to his father's old church, which is just, I love how it's like, it's in disrepair and it's like all fenced. It's like fenced in, like, like very funny. Christians are a terrorist, terrorist group. Yeah. And then Keep we them get away s- from their buildings. We get some sad flashbacks of his of his father, like refusing to get the mark and being like, dad, they're going to kill you. He's like, I don't care. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that mark, you don't go to hell. Uh, if, if, okay, look, I think it is if you get the mark, you're going to burn in hell with the devil uh, if or when any of this comes to fruition. But if you get it on the sly in order to help thwart the devil, maybe you go to purgatory for a while and you have to get prayed out at some point. I don't know. What if you get a fake one on the sly, but don't mm-hmm. like do it to like thwart the devil? You just do it so you can buy bread mm. and not be harassed. Probably purgatory as well. Or maybe you go to like doggy heaven, which would oh, probably oh. be for some a better heaven. Sounds good to me. I'm in. They go to the heaven with the more boring people. Who knows? I want to go to dog heaven. That sounds good. Dog heaven seems like it'd be a good time. Oh, so many cute pups. Pups from across time, Brad. Oh, all the cute pups because not a single dog pups. goes to hell. So, uh, yeah, Mr. T uh, oh, sorry, no, wait, we're still with Corbin Burnson. Um, like, his ex um, meets up with him like, staring at this old fucking church. She's like, I can't believe you're such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> you know, like, I lo- the reason we broke up is because, like, after you defended your dad and you were so, like, shitty about it and, like, lame, like, I just, like, lost all respect for you as a human <laughs> being because you were so lame. And he's like, mm, whatever. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Cool. All right. Also, she knows that he has a he has a fake mark. Um, oh. Also, she has like a lackey. Like, there's like an evil lackey that just is kind of like doing you know devil shit for Franco Mancaluso, and he just burns the church down just for fun, just to teach uh, Corbin Burnson a lesson. I guess. You think he could have just burned it down and not had to put the fence up? Yeah. It seems like yeah. It seems like it. So Corbin Burnson goes home and it's like, wow, what a weird day. And who's there in his house? <laughs> Franco Mancaluso! No way. Oh, I love it. And Franco Mancaluso is like, hey, having fun up, huh? Love it. So, uh, yeah, we're putting God on trial. Uh, by the way, you know that I know about... <laughs> Have a drink. Does everyone know about my fake tattoo? Uh, he, he doesn't say it, but you know that he knows. Um, because he's the devil. Um, and he, like, he's also, like, talking about his fish. Like, because Corbin Burnson's got a fish tank, and Franco Mancaluso's like, oh, fish, cool. That's almost like a pet, but not at all because it's a decoration. (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah. Look, no matter what you do, don't call Helen to the stand to testify on God's behalf. Granted, we all think she's a lunatic and there's nothing she could say that wouldn't let those people like make the, the audience that's watching above the gallery laugh hysterically. But just don't do it, please. And also make sure that I get to call to the stand at the end and you ask me questions. Yes, <laughs> please. I want to be on the stand. Call me just to the saying. stand. So uh, he's still like, uh, by the way, uh, Corbin Burnson's got like a little gadget that can turn off the cameras uh, because you know, mm. security obviously can see the prison cell um, but he's got a little gadget that he, he he hits and then he turns off so it scrambles the cameras and the security guards are like hey what's going on weird huh kooky um, and then they can talk privately and she's like, he's like hey listen listen Helen look I got a fake one I got a fake I got a fake dummy fake one you could just get a fake dummy fake one too we can be fake dummy fakes it's fine like just get just get the fake one then you're cool she's like no I can't I'm a Christian my god won't, won't like it it'll make him <laughs> sad i love god i think either this time or later there's a contact he says something about like um god isn't here and she says no he but he is here with us right now and it makes her sound like a fucking idiot. yeah <laughs> it's like no no hannah it's not uh-uh. Uh-uh. um that's why i have to have a mark so that i can like blend in with society like i have a fake one he says something about how he only believes in himself like he doesn't believe in macaluso even though he has magic he's like i just don't that's not my style fuck everything i only believe in me and what i can do and again i can get if you're like even though seemingly franco macaluso's done a bunch of good stuff but i can see you saying like yeah he's sketchy like he's up to something i don't like him he's the he's he's the devil we know he's the devil and like i don't i'm not on god's side but I'm not on his side either, because A, he's the devil, and B, I feel like he's sketchy. Like, that, I think, is a perfectly reasonable place to be. Like, in this totally. world, in this situation. I don't know the full theory Howie Mandel was throwing out, but because, you know, God and the Jesus, I mean, the Bible isn't real. If I lived in a world that started to look like this, maybe maybe you start believing in conspiracy theories, because if some people are doing, like, magic and stuff, well, or telekinetic stuff, you're like, well, wait a minute, clearly gods and devils aren't real, so maybe this is something extraterrestrial. Well, if you lived in a world like this and people started believing this, of course you would, because, Alex, I don't know if you know this, but there's this science study where some monkeys, like, learn to watch <laughs> the thing, and then all the other ones learn to watch it. So if everyone started was to believe it, reviewed? you would also start to believe it. So that's a science fact. But was it peer-reviewed? Um, like, were there well, other researchers that went listen, back Alex, and tried to I make sure? I could tell you that, but that means I would be using 11 percent of my brain and i can't do that right now and podcast like that's gonna that's like gonna take me up to like 13 percent, which is like practically brain dead so i don't that's bad for a podcast if we get the rights if the ramjack night network gets the rights i want to add scenes where these these monkeys on the islands have an alternative plan like they're also scheming on the sidelines <laughs> yes it's really a like a, a crazy triangle of God, the devil, and the primates on these islands. Well, see, there's God, there's the devil, and there's also Gorilla Grodd that's controlling all the apes with telepathy. There you go. So there you go. really, that's the that's the that's the triumvirate we're dealing with, and God's mm. not really doing shit. So I think you got to take a side. Gorilla Grodd are the devil. Hmm. That's. That's a tough call. Tough call. We're the beast man. I mean, come on. (sighs) 
Gorillas are very scary. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I want to cross one. Uh, quick aside. Mm-hmm. So I, I talked about the Ramona Quimby books, which were written, I think, in the 70s, um, harking back to a slightly younger time. In it, Ramona is scared because in a book, there's a, like a zoo book, there's a gorilla and she's terrified of the gorilla. And at first I thought, really? Not monsters, but a gorilla? Mm. But as you talk, Brad, yes, a gorilla, especially if you see one in real life, is an absolutely terrifying, it might as well be a monster. Gorillas are like, to me, it's the most terrifying animal. Like, cause there's some, cause you know that they're so fucking powerful and like mm-hmm. in an instant that like that they could just like it, you could seem like Rip oh wow half. like wow I'm I'm standing next to a gorilla this is insane and like just all of a sudden it could snap and then like you're done you're done it'll done. Like, crush your skull with its bare hands like they don't let on like most other like other anim- like wild animals like you're gonna see like yeah they're they're still gonna kill you but like there's you're gonna see the moment when it decides to like to like go after you a gorilla is gonna go zero to your dead like nothing like they are they are just all like potential energy <laughs> like it's like i yeah no gorillas are terrifying in all forms or fashion including the one at showbiz pizza very scary did not like that as a child no, thank you <laughs> that animatronic gorilla the fuck out of here so um, we're at trial yeah. next day mm-hmm. um they bring out a general and <laughs> like so uh I understand that we have world peace now. <laughs> uh, did Christians ever get world peace for us? Nope. Not even close. Huh. All kinds of religious wars and shit, huh? But everybody just kind of is cool now, right? Yeah, everyone's real chill. I don't even know why I have a job. <laughs> why do? Why does he have? Is he a retired military I don't, person? He's, he's need very old, so who the fuck knows? Um, they're like, all right, cool. Uh, Corbin Burton, any questions? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Not a one. I'm good. Other than what do you do now? Like, was the army, like, repurposed to be, like, more of a humanitarian thing? Or are they the one helping? Great question. Um, so then they call, um, the, this sketchy, like, Italian stereotype to the stand, who's apparently her, like, stepbrother. This was one of the weirdest things in the movie, because it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, because I'm like, it, I, like, was he, I wonder if he was in one of the other movies, because this is so weird. This, this guy. I like I I first of all his he's like so over the top like character like I don't even understand um Willie Spino um is Willie Spino uh played by Tony Napo as Tony Napo done other of these movies IMDb well he has done a lot of movies and by a lot I mean not very many um I'm I don't, I don't think he's in any of the others. I think this is a one foray into this Hmm. universe. Oh, wait, I was looking at TV. Maybe there's movies here. Um, no, no, no. Uh, This is Willie's first and only appearance in anything cinematic. No, he's in a bunch of, he's in a bunch of TV shows. I mean, obviously, you know, Canada shows. So it's like the RoboCop TV show. Um, of course, Da Vinci's Inquest, Forever Night, Kung Fu. I mean, yeah, a bunch of like small credits, you know, but uh, he's not in the other Apocalypse movie. So this is, that's weird. So when he comes out, we find out that Hannah thought he was dead. Oh, sorry. Sorry. He's in Apocalypse 2 Revelation. There you go. With Jeff Fahey. 
Was he in the wheelchair in that one, do you think? Because they talk yeah. about he got the mark and he was in a wheelchair. Once he got it, he didn't have to be in a wheelchair anymore. And Hannah is just like looking off, won't make eye contact. So I know they're step-siblings, but something weird must happen in their house. They don't have great relations. But part of me thought, the only reason she's not looking at him is because he took the mark. And she's like ashamed or like, I don't know. I wish there had been more like a flashback or something. I know this isn't that kind of movie, but I would have appreciated more to understand why she's being yeah. like this. She thought her stepbrother was dead and now she's like, fuck this guy. I mean, it's very weird. And also, like, they do this whole thing, which I don't understand this. It's like, um, it's like, so, uh, do you, do you, uh, uh, love your stepsister? He's like, no, not really. Why not? Well, I've got, I got the mark. I got Franco Mancaluso. I don't need, I don't need her. And he's like, oh, okay. All right. Did you, before, um, you met Mr. Franco Mancaluso, did you love your sister? He's like, well, then? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and this is like a scandal. And I'm like, I don't. Order. I don't, I don't know what the... What's the... Look, Christians have some weird gotchas that you're not going to realize are gotchas. Yeah. I'm like... Because I don't understand that I, either. I thought it was weird. I'm like... I I don't know. Like, it very, yeah, it's very weird. Like... Well, they even think it's going to be something perceived as, like, a gotcha. Because doesn't um, Thorn stand up and say... Um, like, she objects. It's like, what does love have to do with any of this? And they're like, yeah, what is what does this have to do with it? Yeah. Did you love her before you took the mark? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that proves. Order. Like, I, like, Order. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, uh, a lot of people yeah. love someone at some time and don't at another. Like, I don't, like. No further questions. All right. Is this just to confuse us? Like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, are you, what are you saying? The devil takes away love or something? I, most people have the mark. I I think they're fine with it. Like, it's cool. Like, oh, I got superpowers now. So, yeah, I don't love the terrorist. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if you if you found out, like, a family member was a terrorist, like, and was doing uh, terrible things, you don't have to still love them. Yeah, I don't. I wish there was something that helped us understand why love was such a big gotcha. Yeah. Because I don't get it. Yeah, I really, like, I don't understand what the, I don't understand what the, what they thought they were proving in that. Do you, do you love anything, sir? Well, now you think about it, I, I haven't loved a thing since I took the mark. The concept of love is left. Even then, I'm like, okay, I, what does that mean in the Christian? Uh, yeah. Because I don't remember that. It's very weird. Very weird. I don't know what they're doing. Because it also, it almost seems like he is realizing out of nowhere. It's almost like he's under a spell. He's like, yeah, you know, I did love her before I took the mug. So I don't know. Yeah. It's it's very strange. Very strange. Um, so back to Hater Hideout. Um, um, all the hater alarms are going off. And they're like, oh no. <laughs> they found us. And it's like, oh no, it's just Mr. T. He's like, what? What are you doing, Mr. T? He's like, oh, don't worry. It's a fake. I got a phony baloney. <laughs> I also got a gun. <laughs> God damn it, Mr. T. We said no guns. I love, like, so much. Every scene, Mr. T is like, we're gonna, I'm gonna go and kill some motherfuckers. And they're like, no, Mr. T, you can't. We're Christians. It's one of the commandments. I'm like, we gotta do something. We can't just sit here. It's like, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you have been like just sitting around like sharing Gaither videos for a while, and that has not worked out for you. <laughs> also, you guys have I mean, to admit, Mark Lowry is not funny, and it's just kind of yeah, sad true. watching him try to be funny. There is something that's uncomfortable about the action, Mr. T, and I know they're trying to make an example. Mr. T is supposed to be, I guess, and maybe I'm reading too much, are trying to give these people more credit than they deserve. But Mr. T is supposed to be a certain type of 
Christian that wants to take action instead of thoughts and prayers, which in and of itself is a weird thing to say out loud, but it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, but I think Mr. T kind of has a point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like these people are like, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. And so Mr. T, he's brought in like his friends, the, the ones that aren't Christians and also aren't don't have the mark. Um, and I, one of them might be not quite Irish. And like, like one of them's a hacker, and another one I don't even like. He he used to work for like the security people, so he he knows how to get into places. So that's 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 their team. Congratulations, we finally found some people that are useful, <laughs> and they're willing to they're willing to help them, you know, for food and shelter. Which is sad, but yeah. that's what it is in this weird post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Um. I think we go back to the cell at this point, right? And Hannah's in there and her lawyer comes in. And this is where he reveals, like, look, this is all scripted. Um, He also talks about how he he was forced to do this with his father. And that's when his father didn't choose the sides. And he got to watch his father being being killed. And for some reason, this gives Hannah feels like she can trust him, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense at all. But I guess if you're in a cell and the devil is, like, really giving it to you, cool. So she gives him the location of the haters or, like, gives them a way to contact him. So you know that email I sent you that gave you irrefutable proof? These are the people. Look, talk to these people. If anything happens to me, because it might, at least get with them and figure this out. God loves you also. And he's in the room with us now. Fuck off, Hannah. We talked about this. God isn't here. He is. No. So uh, next day at the trial, uh, we're bringing Hannah on this. We're talking to Hannah. Like, Well, they're talking to Hannah. She can't talk. She's not allowed to talk. Yeah, it's whatever. It's going how it goes. Uh, nothing really comes of it. And then it's like, um, and then um, Thorne calls uh, Franco Mancaluso. Huh. And, uh, you know, he comes on. He's like, hey, I'm Franco Mancaluso. What up? <laughs> Does that happen now? Yeah. Because he gets called up again later, right? Yeah, he, he goes up a couple of times. Okay, I didn't realize he came up this early. I forgot. Yeah, well, we're, we're at the, about the, what, the one hour. Um, and it's basically like, yeah, I'm real cool. Um, I can do cool stuff. What of it? And is this when they bring up, who do they bring? Oh, yeah, they bring up just like a rando. And they're like, hey, um, show him, show him what I did for you. And he uses superpowers. Yeah, I also thought that um, her brother, her stepbrother, used superpowers, too. Oh, yeah, they did. They had him use superpowers. Which, when he used superpowers, I I laughed out loud. Yeah. Because it was like, what the... Because I had not seen the third movie, Brad. I did not know anything about this. And for him to have superpowers, like, I know that's not in the in the Bible. Um, that's weird. Yeah, he basically... <laughs> what like, artistic liberties are yeah. you taking with this apocalypse narrative? He magically uh, makes, a, a, like, a glass of water, like, splash on Halloween. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, gotcha, sis. So, uh, yeah. It's like I don't remember. What does Mac... Is it just like, hey, I'm up here. Uh, Clearly this trial's over. Like, I don't remember what Macaluso... Yeah, I was trying to remember when he goes up the first time. I, I don't think there's... I, there's not much to it, I don't think. Um, it's basically like, yeah, where's your God? <laughs> like, I'm Franco Mancaluso. I do shit for people. I help people. What's God doing for you? Not a lot. So, uh, huh. Don't know what her deal is. Why she a hater? Why you gotta be a hater? Why not be an appreciator? So, uh, cut back to the haters, and they're like, all right, so, uh, yeah, this seems pretty wild. Um, Irish girl's like, you know what? <sighs> I'm out. <laughs> like, I just can't <laughs> hang with you guys. This shit's too weird. <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, uh, nothing has really happened at all. And she's like, nah, this is, I, uh, you know, I appreciate the Cheez-Its, but uh, I'm out. 
<laughs> I think that like this 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 trial or this stage show is being broadcast everywhere. So they're like watching it on a little TV. And it's clear, at least to some people, that well, maybe and I guess since she's kind of on the fence, her like look, I'm out makes more sense. Yeah. But I thought it was weird when they say, Hey, look, stay, at least let us explain our side. To which I'm like, You've had her here for days and giving her food, and you're a Jizo. You didn't explain to her your side in the first five minutes she was here. Um, I don't because that's not the Jizo as listen, I know. I, listen, uh, I know we've kind of talked to you about the Lord, but we yeah, talked yeah, yeah. to you about our personal relationship with the Lord. Okay, you know what? All right, I'm all done. Right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. So, uh, yeah, she's out. Um, the one guy that's does like, she leave? Yeah, she leaves. She's okay, but her boyfriend stays yeah, he there. Stays. The guy she was he's with, gonna, the hacker boy. He's gonna help. He's gonna stick around for the moment. You know, if it gets too crazy, he may uh, have to get out of there. But oh, yeah. for now, he's staying because those Cheez-Its are great. Um, at this point, uh, Corbin Burnson shows up. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, listen, I'm, I'm here to help. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You're not you're going to you're here to fuck us over. Like we yeah, we see you on TV. <laughs> like, why aren't you defending her? It's like, I what can I do? Like, guys, it's fake. It, it's just script. Guys. It's there's nothing I can do. Like, also, I got a phony baloney. So uh, just saying, just so you know, like. And Mr. She's like, oh, let's go kill somebody. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't, whoa, what's that guy's why deal? Why don't you just give me the evidence and I'll see if I can defend her? And they're like, well, yeah, but they're not going to listen. And Corbin Burns is like, yeah, they're not going to listen. But like, if you've got something like, like, um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. We can at least expose it. Um, are any of you willing to testify? Oh, boy. I mean, uh. all right. I, I, I just don't know because we're going to die. I mean, thoughts and prayers for sure, but testify? Ooh, uh, you know, I'm just not I'm sure. Just going right into the lion's den. I mean, Hannah's there. I mean, like, you know, we we'll, love her, we'll get you but... you some more evidence, but, like, testify, yeah, just... like, that's gonna put a, like, a just, a, just a real, like, target on our back, so I don't know if we want to do that. Um, because we're cowards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Again, the wishy-washy Christian. Like, the lamest of Christians have survived. <laughs> well, technically, I mean, if the rapture happened, only the, the jeeziest of Jesus oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were raptures. So that it makes sense that this is the riffraff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Margot Kidder's gone, but yeah, Gary Busey's like half-ass uh, Jizo wife. Like she's yeah, it's all the it's all the converts uh, that are left, and Mr. T who just wants to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, after Corbin Burnson leaves, um, obviously he was being followed. So um, you know, some G- some uh, um, devil cops show up and like start attacking them. And some haters die. A bunch like, of straight up shot. Die. It's all. It's again. I did not. I did not expect like gun deaths when people are shot. Yeah. Point blank range from that one guy, the doctor giving the phony balonies. That was nuts. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Um, Mr. T is safe. Don't worry about that. Don't worry, guys. It's all good. Did he ever fire his gun during this or was yeah. he already kind of out? Oh, you like, know, he was bitter after that. We don't get the scene, but I'm sure he was like, well, damn well, we it, get, I could have been there. We get him like thinking about it. Um. Uh, so yeah, Corbin Burnson goes back and this and he's talking to Helen and like, this is like the big, just fucking just lie. All right, what's the big deal? And like, they have a big argument about Jizo and like gods and like, like oh, I'm a Christian, I can't, I love my God. <laughs> well, I don't know why, cause like he seems like a dick. Why isn't he doing shit for you? It's like I don't know, I'm a Christian. <laughs> so I mean, it makes like good argument. Like 
Mm-hmm. Don't I don't get it. Don't know why she's so cool with us. Um. So now we cut to Mr. T, who is like with his the well the remaining haters that are left. They are like now in like a double cop like outfits in a van. Um. And like they are gonna like fucking break in and break her out. So Mr. T's got his gun. He's ready to go. And like the reports are like coming in. It's like yeah, we're probably we're pretty close to a verdict. We're pretty sure. Um, <laughs> this trial is just about over. I'm like all right, all right. We ready for this? Like, yeah, yeah, I think we're ready. Um, they're gonna hack the system, get inside, and uh, Mr. T's got his gun, so everything looks to be just about ready to go off. Um, like, Corbin Birdson, like, has a sad flashback thinking about his dad, God, all that kind of stuff. Uh, then, uh, um, like, the, like, Devil's Henchman guy, like, breaks into Corbin Birdson's place, and is gonna kill him for because he's like, ah, oh, you got a fake, you got a phony baloney. We just figured it out, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. And but then the other devil cops kill that guy. <laughs> Maybe this is a fucking miracle. Um, because they think that he's the phony baloney. But so they save Corbin Burnson. Mm. Um, yeah. But then is isn't it like one of the fake cops? Is he a Christian? What's happening? Or is he a? Is he an There's angel? a lot of his stuff that I honestly don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel like I yeah I think like one of the devil cops is like secretly a hater or something that's the way it was in the last movie like there was uh, okay. a secret hater but I don't know so regardless Corbin Burnton's still alive um Mr. T's still uh, like they're still trying to break in to the building um not Christian guy that's on their team um hacks the Gibson and gets in <laughs> so then uh immediately all hell breaks loose and like there's a like does he get killed does somebody get killed Oh, yeah, yeah, not Christian. Not Christian gets killed, definitely. And Mr. T's like, go! He really grimaces <laughs> in the way only a Mr. T can. And he's like, ah, I can't believe I got him killed. I'm so dumb. Well, I'm gonna go kill him now. And um, Christian guy that's a uh, hater that's uh, driving the van is like, no, 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 Mr. T, don't kill people. We're Christians, remember? And he's like, I can't. They just killed that guy. That's my fault. Yeah, well, Jesus, you know. Thoughts and prayers, man. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers for our dead friend. You got killed. And she's I like, mean, his girlfriend's alive, Alf doing something. So Mr. T's like, ah, I saw. I gotta go do something. So he runs off. He's got his gun. He's ready to go. And like you see on his face, like he's just gonna try to like walk past them. And they're like, hey, you, where are you going? Up uh, me? Uh, I gotta go to the other side of the building. They told. They, I don't. I don't know what's happening. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and then he just keeps walking. <laughs> Maybe that's a miracle. Could be. There's miracles all Don't over know. the place. It's very funny. But like there's a moment where he's like, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him, and then they let him go. I think that's when I think that's when he realized he's gotta trust in the Lord, Alex. See, he could have killed that so. person, and that would be a sin. Hmm. But uh he instead just goes with the flow and doesn't commit a murder, and he gets to go on his merry way. To help save Hannah. Right, right. Um, at one point, doesn't doesn't one of the haters like meander into the trial, like the courtroom? And they put her on the stand, and she does like a weird Jizo thing, and they're like, well, prove to us God's real. Oh. I can prove to you God's hold, real. Hold up, Frank. We're not there yet. Wait. Well, I thought that happened before that. God damn it. This movie, I can't... Like, there's only four locations in this movie, so it is kind of hard to keep track of where shit is. Um, yeah, that has Because I think she happened. goes that, there yeah. with T and them, right? Yeah. And she's one of the lines of, like, the distraction while the other kid's trying to go in, I That's, think. That's, yeah. You're correct. You are correct. Because basically, yeah, 
because all she decides to testify because all the other haters, um, you know, got killed. <laughs> so it's like I got nothing to lose now. <laughs> so she basically is gonna, gonna testify. Um, so she's she's going to be. So that's there's some more evidence on their side. So cool. No evidence. It's all bullshit. What do you mean like, no evidence? Two people believe in God. That's proof. None of this. None of the stuff that she says makes any sense. And there's also like two gotchas in this that like the devil's lawyer thorn like kind of trips over or something it gets weird yeah and you're like mm, i'm not convinced no it, and they also break out some just fake history again as yeah. always and it's like did you know that one of the, one of the founders of harvard university uh uh proved the gods real <laughs> through magic what? What? Yeah, it's a scientific fact. Just like a monkey's clean and fruit, um, God is real, proven by a professor. Therefore, yeah, there's a mathematical proof. I mean, what? A mathematical proof. Like, I love how Christians will like, like, um, like, oh, we don't trust these liberal professors. But like, one dummy in like the 1800s like thinks he's proved God exists, and they're gonna quote that shit for 8,000 years. Oh yeah. Like, oh, shut up. But yeah, and they're uh, like, all right. Well, all right. I guess you've embarrassed us, kind of. So, uh, back to your cell. And by back to your cell, I mean back to the one cell that's in the middle of an office space. Yeah. So, uh, so now we're at the closing arguments. And, uh, we're, um, so, but Corbin Burton's gonna call Franco Mancaluso back to the stand. Yeah. And when he does, he's like, hey, so, uh, so, uh, Franco Mancaluso, uh, kind of crazy. This, uh, this woman, uh, you know, is, uh, willing to die for her god. That's pretty kooky, right? He's like, yeah, that's real kooky. Yeah, cool. And he pulls out a gun. He's like, <laughs> so, uh, is anybody here willing to die for you? Anybody? Everyone anybody? goes into a panic. He even says, I've only got one bullet in here. It only takes one. If anyone's willing to die for all this magic bullshit that the devil are, because at this point, there's also the part where, like, we mentioned earlier where like they'll say Macaluso Lucifer and you're like well that's not his name but is it like a nickname or are you just saying like a Lucifer I, I wish they'd have done more to like play up that he's incognito but no it's just like a given like yeah yeah no one stands up Brad yeah no one's willing to die for Franco Macaluso I bet if any of them people said I'm willing to die for God I mean clearly she's she I guess that's the point ish but it's a weird point yeah also he why doesn't he just use this devil powers to make somebody yeah know, like say I'll do it what I mean uh I will do it I mean couldn't he wire into anyone that has the mark yeah and just be like all of them raise their hands I I feel like if you put on a VR headset then he should be able to make you like take a bullet for him like what's the point of like buying a soul if you can't even have somebody die for you it's weird yeah and this is another one of those gotcha. Right. Jesus is Lord, y'all. So, no one wants to die for the devil. Yeah. Well, that's going on. Mr. T is trying to do a prison break, um, trying to get um, Helen and uh, other hater out of that little cell in the middle of an office room. Um, and he just can't seem to get the key. Um, he's trying all the keys and it's not working. And I guess this is where a miracle happens eventually. I think that they like see a guard or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, we're going to get caught. And Mr. T is like, getting ready to like gun him down like this is his big shot to take the shot and they're like hey just wait a minute trust the lord (laughs) i mean i love it after that other guy got killed and he almost killed some people but didn't 
<laughs> like, we're still doing the same bit. Like, this guard comes in and is like, hey, is everything alright in here? And Mr. T, like, puts his hand on the gun, he starts to pull it out, and, like, Helen and, like, other women are like, we're Christians, stop it, don't do that. <laughs> like, and then he's like, they're like a foot apart. Like, how did this guard, like, here's the miracle that this guard didn't pick up what was going on. <laughs> But at the same time, Mr. T's dressed as like one of the regular guards, so I, yeah. I don't I don't think it's miraculous no. that like he didn't stop him. You just thought, oh yeah, it's another guard. Cool. God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. So Mr. T's like, nope, everything's fine here. Mr. T doesn't kill him. But then I guess they're called to like the the room, or like there's like a rounding of the troops in the courtroom. Well, hold on. So Mr. So after the guy walked, as soon as the guy starts to leave the room, he's still in the fucking room. Mr. T like like puts his head on the cell, like oh boy that. That was that was stressful and when he does this is when the uh the the prison door opens um which i guess is supposed to be a miracle but also he had a key in there so i guess he just finally put the right key in <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> like i guess we're calling that a miracle meanwhile in the court like it's very embarrassing corbin bernson is like uh like all right you're under arrest for being a hater uh because he's revealed that his his mark is a phony baloney mm -hmm. and uh it's like so you're a hater you're evil um so then his ex like like, like shoots him in the gut and is All like on tv just like what's up guys Yo, you had one fucking job to do just fucking read the script it's all you had to do. Fuck you, phony baloney. Doesn't he, like, accept God or something at some weird yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, like, as he's it's dying, stupid. he's like, yeah, I believe in God, whatever. Like, he, I take, I, this is a fake, I'm a phony, um, God's there real. There was also, there was also some weird Jizo bullshit, because there, I guess one of the reasons Macaluso didn't want Hannah to testify was because she, there's, like, some sort of weird magic that you can do to the devil, that if you call him out as a liar or something, that's, like, part of the ritual or, like, the prophecy or some bullshit and she does it at one point like she's up and yells it kind of and that's supposed to be another one of those Ooh, she did it she got the devil but like it's over other people are yelling and screaming so you're like that didn't do anything yeah. you also revealed that he was the devil in the last movie and that didn't do a shit so they call him lucifer just as yeah. like he's randomly openly, he's like yeah um god sucks sure i'm i'm lucifer i do shit for people i'm like that's Blamer a good argument walking. that's a great argument from the devil that's like god doesn't do shit I, like, got this guy out of a wheelchair, so... There you go. I gave you guys superpowers, taught some monkeys how to wash fruit, um, or something. I don't really understand what that was about. Um, brought peace to the world! <laughs> brought peace to the world. What else do you want? Yeah. Even if these haters hadn't killed a busload of children, like, which they definitely did. Um, totally. Like, they're against world peace, so... Yeah, burning down their own churches. I will say the first time they started using haters, I was not, like, I did not understand the context. Yeah. So I thought it was hilarious and thought this was just something that they were doing so in funny. the early 2000s, just, like, calling people haters. Because I was trying to think, like, I, I I feel like in 2001, by the time this movie was out, I feel like we were saying hater. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think we were at peak hater, maybe? I don't know. I can hear Jared Renfro saying hater in my head a lot. So I guess, <laughs> I, I think, you know, I think, we, I think we were probably full, the term was fully, but I, maybe it was one of those things where it, like the people making this had heard kids saying hater but mm -hmm. didn't but like it was like old people trying to interpret you know slang into like christian shit oh yeah and haters stuck around because there were a few popular songs like a taylor swift had a song that mentions haters yeah. Um, but I, I was just trying to figure out if, if at that much point, later than when, that. yeah, when this movie came out, I don't, I don't know that like they realized hmm. how dumb that was going to sound. Oh yeah. It has not aged well. 
But, uh, so yeah, I guess, uh, Helen's escaping with Mr. T and, uh, Corbin Burnson, uh, you know, accepted God. And then we see a newspaper at the very end here. Um, hold on. Let me get there. Ever. Um, mistrial. <laughs> Case against God dropped. Hannah escaped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mistrial. <laughs> Weird. Wow. I mean, I, obviously they wanted to make another movie, um, but I, I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how there's a mistrial. I don't understand, like. Very weird. I mean, I understand it was supposed to be a show trial, but I I, I don't know how the devil let this get through. <laughs> <laughs> you think the devil's magic would be able to do a lot more? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very convenient what the devil's magic can and can't do. Um, just so you know, the term hater used in the way that it was not in this movie, but like before in the 90s, was apparently pop- popularized by Notorious B.I.G. in 1995 when he released a song um, where he used the word hater taking it from i guess a popular phrase before then that was called player hater and he's like we'll shorten it to hater and then after that people like yeah we should just shorten it to hater that's when it started but it continued for a while yeah but i'm i'm just trying to figure out how saturated was the term hate like my question is did the people making this realize that that was a a phrase because again this movie came out in 2000 and well and the, the first movie was what 99 i guess Mm-hmm. Um, the first movie is ninety nine. First movie is ninety eight. So, and then you take into factor that they're okay. They're making it probably you know ninety seven. So at that point, they clearly had no idea like how how the sticking power of that word. It was probably a thing. It's like oh, I've heard my kids say that. Uh, what if they started? What if they started using that for Christian? And then they're kind mm-hmm. of stuck with it. Yeah. Because I feel like in 2001, it, it's already clanging weird. But at that point, they're they're on their fourth movie. So, interesting. Oh, yeah. But that's that's the movie. Yeah. Pretty much. I love how it just abruptly ends. It's and they didn't continue so it. Abrupt. They didn't even get through like a fourth of the rapture, like all of Revelations either. This all takes place early, early stuff. Yeah. Which I guess with the budget they had, you can't really get into a lot of the other stuff that's supposed to happen. But yeah, it's, this is a weird one. I've, I mean, just comparing three and four. I feel like three is more of a movie than this is but this is still more of a movie than most christian movies like time changer i mean time changer time changer was hilarious for lots of reasons though yeah it was very funny but like there was also just like long like speeches about with music about how why don't people believe in god anymore you're saying no one goes to church well many people do but also like (laughs) i told you not to steal but that was wrong because it didn't tell you who told you not to steal so weird jesus who also did i don't think he actually ever said anything about stealing to be honest but (sighs) so weird but yeah that is uh, apocalypse 4 judgment judgment do we want to day who won and who lost Yes, yes, we do. Who won and who lost? I feel like... Poor Mr. T never got to shoot his gun. Yeah, I feel bad about that. But I feel like that guy that helped Mr. T just to get, like, Cheez-Its, like, that guy got oh, killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lost his girl. Lost his life. Lost his girl, lost his life. Unceremoniously. For Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Not Jesus, Cheez-Its. Yeah, that poor kid, he lost. Like, he did this for food and shelter, and they were like, well, we don't have much food, but we'll share with you what we have. And I, I'm like, ugh, already mm. bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, like, uh, Corbin, I would say also kind of, Oh yeah, he, I would say he was a contender for loss, because his life is just a sad, sad story. Oh, yeah. And, like, he was getting by fine with his phony baloney mark, uh, and then they had to bring him into this trial, and, like, he fucking died for this shit. 
Yeah, pretty wild. But I do think Jesus loses the most. Yeah, yeah. He's living on those mean streets. At least the other guy lived in mostly comfort. Yeah, exactly. Like, Corbin Burnson had a, had a nice ride for a long time. And in the end, like, he made a stand and then he died immediately. This dude just, like, looking for a bite to eat and a place to sleep and, like, dies for it. Like, that sucks. So what about who won? Helen Hannah wins. A mm-hmm. mistrial. Amazing. After sharing all those Gaither videos, she gets a mistrial? <laughs> Wild. Um, like, like, uh, yeah, she escapes, like, didn't get killed with the other haters. Uh, yeah, she got to face off with the devil, so I feel like she's a big winner. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that that's it's not more clear than that. Now, real question. Best dress, worst dress. That is impossible. <sighs> I mean... <sighs> It's a crazy time for fashion. Yeah, it is. Definitely. I, uh, I mean, Franco Macaluso has got some nice clothes, mm-hmm. you know? A suit. Corbin Burnson's got some nice suits. Uh, you know, we don't have much beyond that, really. Uh, I like his thorn. I guess she has some, she has some, some, she has some good looks. I mean, what's her name's stepbrother? Hannah's stepbrother? Mm-hmm. He's got on a leather jacket. He's got a gold chain, a shirt. Again, very stereotype. Yeah. Maybe worse just because of the fact that it's a stereotype. But it, I mean, not actually bad, bad compared to, I mean, it's just a, a sea of suits. Yeah. I like Franco Mangles because he's got that like a flower lapel, flower in his lapel that I like. Oh yeah. He's got some personality to yeah. him. Other one else is kind of bland. So I, 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 we could give it to him. Best dressed. Okay. I'm for, uh, yeah, for the devil. And yeah, I could see the brother being worse dressed. Also Mr. T's first out because he's just wearing like a t-shirt. That's like this weird, like sad sack. <laughs> like, isn't the um the couple, the, the Irish girl mm-hmm. or Scottish girl, isn't she wearing some kind of weird rig out? Um, no, it's just jeans and a shirt. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm confusing for someone else. Someone does have like a tie dyed shirt early on, but ooh, tie dyed. And her boyfriend has a yellow shirt. Yeah, most of the haters are just like they're, they're kind of boring. That guillotine table, man. Yeah, wild. Sorry, I I'm scrubbing through to see if there's any things that stand out. The judge's outfit, it's kind of cool for a judge. Yeah. Not a Santa Claus Canadian outfit, but I I would give it to the devil for best dressed and worst dressed. Um, oh, it's tough. God, if, if we it's if tough. we counted hair, man, I would give it to that fucking fake doctor because that stupid mustache. Oh yeah, oof, get out of here with that shit. Um, I, I, uh, yeah. oh, what about the general guy with this fucking uniform and all his dumbass medals? I mean, yeah, on principle, I could, like, I could get behind that. Being get out of here! Why you got all those medals on? Like, there's no more. There's peace on earth. Like, we need to see you you a bunch of fucking medals clinging to a weird past. Like, what, what's the point of? All these things like get out of here yeah on principle fuck you old that dad works general. for me there you go devil wins the army loses <laughs> oh i think it's so- also a miracle uh when they don't find um corbin burnson's like uh camera shut off machine i think that may be a miracle I'm really trying to figure out what these fucking miracles are supposed to be where did you find out that there's supposed to be miracles in this movie in one of the explanations Oh, so oh, it was actually in, oh, I don't, I didn't, I missed that. They were talking about this could be considered the first miracle, and I was reading, I was like, one weird, two that's not a miracle, and it was supposed to be a miracle that Mr. T didn't fire and kill that guy. Um, that the Lord interceded and had that guy get called off so he didn't have to do it. I'm like, also not a miracle. Yeah, a miracle is like the gel cells bars turning to water and they just fall down, or like, yeah, you got to have real shit happen for a miracle. Defo. 
Alright, well that's uh that's uh, Apocalypse for Judgment from two thousand and one. Yeah. It's a goodie. We'll see if we oh yeah, we'll see if we watch the rest of them, but um I'm game. Don't want to watch any of the left behind movies. I think they'd be too much yeah. for Cameron and all that bullshit. Yeah, but no. I yeah. We'll see. If anyone has a is a fun Christian movie like these, uh, you know, let us know. But uh, I think we'll we'll probably be uh, you know, spending some time with Mr. T for the next few weeks. I will say there's a, a TikTok channel that I watch where a guy reviews bad Christian movies. And some of them are just like bad, bad. But some of them look funny, bad. Okay. All right. All right. One about a little kid who ends up at the end being an angel and just causes havoc in a little town. There was also one that was like a um, a Twilight parody. Oh. Well, it was. It was, There's vampires. <laughs> And this one Christian girl falls in love with a vampire and somehow they reconcile him being a vampire and the Lord and Jesus and him being okay to live and stuff. It gets weird, but I don't know. We'll see. If you have any suggestions, let us know. You can contact us at ramjackpodcast.com. Our email address is there. You can drop by our YouTube channel, our Facebook group. We're here to listen to you. Indeed. And also, the Pope, the Archbishop of Canterbury, and the Prophet of the Mormons had arranged to meet to a hinge excursion on a remote island. A what? A hinge excursion on a remote island. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's weird. A hinge excursion? Is are 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 the Mormons on on the apps now? Are they dating? What's happening? Um, did they go to uh, Epstein Island? What's happening? After a while, the Pope got thirst. The Pope Whoa. got thirst on a beer. What? He got thirst on a beer? After a while, the Pope got thirst on a beer, but the ship was away. What? Does this? <laughs> I don't know what any of these words are. All right, guys. I'm just. Thinking, I'm gonna plow through this thing, and we're gonna try to figure it out. I gotta back up if this one doesn't make sense. After a while, the Pope got thirst on a beer, but the ship was away. Thus, he went above the water and came back after few minutes. Also, the prophet of the Mormons was thirsty, and he acted like the Pope. Also, he went above the water. Then the Archbishop tried it. He fell in the water. We should have said, we should have said, him where the stone lie, said the Pope. Stones? What for stones? Asked the prophet. Confusing Mormon jokes. I mean, bafflingly confusing Mormon jokes. I don't get that one at all. I don't either. And there's one response, and they say, awesomeness, smiley face. I, this has got to be like a, like a weird translation or something, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. The Pope, the Archbishop of Canterbury, and the Prophet of the Mormons had arranged to meet to a hinge excursion on a remote island. After a while, the Pope got thirst on a beer, but the ship was away. Thus, he went above the water and came back after a few minutes. Thirst on a beer. I don't know. Also, the Prophet of the Mormons was thirsty, and he acted like the, like the Pope. Also, he went above the water. Then the Archbishop... Bishop tried it. He fell in the water. Alright, um, if anyone knows what the fuck that means, let us know. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Wow. Little Bobby, <laughs> little Bobby was spending the weekend with his grandmother after a particularly trying week in kindergarten. His grandmother decided to take him to the park on a Saturday morning. It had been snowing all night and everything was beautiful. His grandmother remarked, ellipses, doesn't it look like an artist painted this scenery? Did you know God painted this for you? Bobby said, yes, God did it, and he did it left-handed. The confu- This confused his grandmother a bit, and then she asked him, what makes you say God did 
did this with his left hand. Well, said Bobby, we learned in primary last week that Jesus sits on God's right hand. God sits on... Jesus sits on God's right hand. Oh my god! Well, at least Thank that one so was much, understandable. Brad. Yeah, that one I, I got. Yeah. The other one, no, <sighs> I, no clue. Too much inside. Um, Mormo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alex. We got a response. I know what you put there was slash is supposed to be a joke, but some people take it seriously. My friend wrote <laughs> to me while on his mission trying to explain that the Father and Jesus have physical bodies. Along with the letter, he sent a tape because it was easier to say it all rather than to write it. At one point, his companion gets on and I hear him explaining that the Father has to have a physical body because the Bible says Jesus sits on the right hand hand of God. How could the father not have a body if the Bible says Jesus is slash was sitting on his hand? Your joke reminded me of this story. What? I, okay. Okay, cool. Like, Christians Look, are dumber than you would expect, which is already a low bar. Your joke is in poor taste. We must know that God had a physical body. Did it? I, I never remember that happening. I, that's, none of that makes well, sense. Well, you've never it's been bullshit. on a hinge excursion. You're true. I True. That was not part of my Christian experience. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, if you had thirst on beer, then maybe you would go over the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> So weird. Um, but thank you for listening to Ramjack. I appreciate you. Brad appreciates you. And friends, it's been a, it's been a delight being here for these 600 episodes. And I know a lot of, a lot of you people thought we weren't going to make it. You thought maybe, maybe this podcast is going to fade out into nothingness. Well, you were wrong. You mm-hmm. you were you were that was a, that was a ridiculous thought. No, this podcast hasn't ended in a murder suicide yet. Keep listening. Keep Listening. Um, <laughs> uh, but most importantly, I just want to say, fuck all y'all haters. Fuck y'all haters. <laughs> Except Mr. T. You're cool. The only cool hater. The only cool hater, Mr. T. Put the gun down, Mr. T. <laughs> just put, stop trying to kill everybody, Mr. T. <laughs> I love it. I love that he wants to kill everybody. <laughs> a trigger happy Christian. I mean, oh. that, those exist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Alex. Have you seen the news at all in the past <laughs> I have. Week? I mean, Any given fucking week. hell. Like, oh, there's kids, uh, there's kids knocking on doors. Oh, there's people at a mall. Oh, there's kids playing hide and seek. Oh, there's like literally anything anywhere all the time. Cool. Great. Love living in a country that's just made of guns. It's very great. Wonderful. Just as the Founding Fathers intended. Oh, not at fathers. all. Fathers, real cool guys. Why the fuck would anybody listen to them? <laughs> Got things started. Built-in processes to change. Assuming that people could change it as things went. Even given that, who fucking cares? Change even what if, needs to be if, changed. Even like, if this shit was what they wanted. Like, fuck them. They were wrong about everything else. Like, why would you think they would be right about anything? Like, get out of here. It's craziness. Yeah. Also, nobody interpreted, like, like the right to bear arms like this until, like, the 50s. Like, and then the fucking Supreme Court decided that this is what the Founding Fathers wanted. And you know what? Fuck the Supreme Court. Agreed. Totally. Fuck those haters. <laughs> Are we haters? We're appreciators. Nice. I mean, who, who doesn't appreciate the fine work of Franco Mancaluso? <laughs> you know, Franco Mancaluso. Uh, oh, God damn it. What's the actor's name again? Um, uh, Nick Mancuso as Franco Mancaluso. No phony balonies here. Uh, Not peeling this off on live TV. Mm-mm. 
Not without a lot of effort. Like a gorilla might be able to, but not a- Ugh. Ugh. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. And you know they could. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry. God. Just rip your fucking, like, hand off. Ugh. What kind of discoveries? Okay, listen to this. In one research project, they're on this island discovering the behavior of monkey. Now, this just isn't any island. No, this one's different. This one has a huge volcanic mountain dividing it right down the middle. Ah! Jason! You couldn't get from one side to the other, not without a helicopter, okay? Now these guys, over here, okay, they're laying out pieces of fruit, all right, for the monkeys. They want them to come out of the trees onto the beach where they can see them and study their behavior. Now the problems for the monkeys, of course, is that the fruit have to be peeled. Why? So they can smell it, okay? But they're on a beach, so the monkeys are, are eating more, more sand, more sand because there's no peel than they are bananas, right? Until, until one very smart monkey comes along and he has an idea. He decides to take his banana and dip it in the ocean. And look, it works. Now it doesn't take long for this to catch on and before long, all the monkeys on the beach and their bananas in the sea. Alright, okay. So, you know, what did he prove by that? Monkey see, monkey do? Oh no, there's a lot more to it than that. Because one day, one more monkey comes along. He sees what all the other monkeys are doing, and he decides to give it a try. And what do you think happens when he does? Okay, it's incredible. At that very instant, all the monkeys over here on this side of the island, they start doing it too. Really? Really. Not only that, all around the world, monkeys start doing it too. That's cool. Oh, no, no, no. It's not just cool, Tom. It's incredible. Think about the possibilities. If we can get enough people to think about world peace, think about it. You know, Franco Macaluso has it right. If we could just find a way to come together, anything we can believe, we can achieve. Thanks, Jason. I've told you before, honey, your brother needs professional help. No way, I'm not letting those idiots at that psych hospital near him again. He was fine before they started pumping him full of drugs. Remember last year when he spent two weeks at Christmas time thinking the aliens had invaded the UN? He's, he's much better now, you know it. 